Pickaxe. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Okay, sorry. Leave Um. that in. (laughs) Hi there, my name is Jamie Richardson from Group 2, and I play Corey Forest Keeper. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to rate us on iTunes. Uh, All the rates count, and they help us towards keeping our place as the number one D&D podcast. Um, We also have video content on YouTube. Go check us out on there. We've got tons of stuff from Jason's trip to Oregon, uh, give us a like on Facebook, and why don't you check us out on Twitter at DNR Podcast? So, the last time we all had a chance to sit down uh, before listeners began writing and sending me emails and uh, asking why I just stopped with your story and, and decided never to play with you again. Um, you took a trip back to Onacall to carve your way through the mini zombie apocalypse they had going on. And um, three of you were bitten. Uh, let me see if I can recall who. Uh, that would be Dagon, it would be uh, Baranith, and uh, Gal Greta. Thank you, yes. I, I can only remember the male version of Galford. Um, so, three of you were bitten. Uh, you only had two vials of this cure left, and uh, it also appeared as though Norhorn Hammerhand had been bitten, and uh, one of um, uh, one of Ulanda's agents had been bitten. So let's pick up. Let's pick up right there. Actually, let me load up the map. So, all right. So uh, that is. Pretty much where we left off. We're all confused without the howdy folks. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn. Sorry. I should have done that. That's something I usually do, but the, the coming all over people <laughs> joke got me. Uh, that... <laughs> no introductions necessary after that. Good. We didn't do introductions. I'm a fucking idiot. Let's do. Let's. Good God. <sighs> I swear I'm out of it. I'm I'm I may be ill. Let's just let's Hi folks. <laughs> let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the dungeon master going around the table starting with Eric. Hey, I'm Eric Tyson. I play uh Greta No Morlock. And Brian? Hey guys, I'm Brian and I play the Mulrune priest named Rikus. And Danielle? Hi guys, this is Danielle. I play Trixie, the drow of Rogue. I'm not an assassin anymore. <laughs> I just realized this is the first time you've spoken the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was feeling a little bit left out there, but you guys were I, having fun. So. Danielle, I love you. I'm going to hug you in June, I swear. Uh-huh, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Make you sleep out on the damn porch with the, with the bugs. You're good. That's why I got a goddamn cabin, because I was going to sleep out on the fucking porch. You're missing out. The porch is kind of fun. Oh, I'll oh, sleep shit. out on the porch. <laughs> Um, that James. sounded really creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. 
I'm on the porch right now. Oh my <laughs> Don't sit on my puzzle, please. I'll go now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's James. I play Dagon in this game. Boy, I don't know why I was upset about this. This this is clearly going very well so far. Um, Alana. Hi, I'm Alana, and I can never show my face in public ever again. Um, and I'm an elf named Braneth. Hi, how's it going? Who likes Hulk Hogan? A lot. <laughs> a little apparently. bit. A little bit too much, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Jamie Lee. Hi, I'm Jamie Richardson. I will be playing Corey Forest Keeper, a Goliath Seeker. I realize no one else is calling you Jamie Lee, so I'm just going to call you Jamie. And, That's uh, fine. You would have let me... You, you're doing the Atlanta thing. You would have let me just totally fuck up your name for months, wouldn't you? No, no. I, I usually go by either. It's It doesn't matter okay. to me. All right, good. Well, that saves time. I'm gonna... <laughs> um, so, where I fucked up earlier and was describing what happened before we actually introduced ourselves. Um, so that, that that's pretty much where we're at right now. Um the first thing I guess we should tackle is these bites. How how would you guys like to? Uh, how, how would you guys like to assign who gets a cure and who doesn't, and, and all that? <sighs> okay, so um, yeah, um, I, I feel like I need to take one of these, you guys. I'm kind of doing the breaststroke in a puddle of blood, so I'll at least need a heal check before I can contribute. Okay, uh, yeah, let, let's help you because you're bleeding and dying. I will do... I can do the heal check. All right. 26. 26 will be fine. So, uh, uh, Greta's going to spend a healing surge, and, and uh, wounds will be sealed off, and, and yeah, she'll be able to get her shit together a bit. Um, Valus would absolutely want Brandon to take one of those. I just... I... Like, who are we taking care of here? Dagon. Dagon needs healing. I do. Greta needs healing. Um, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna walk straight up to, to Dagon and hand him a vial, um, and I'm gonna try to be subtle about it because I think we have an audience. A bit, yes. In that case, can I do a perception check on uh, what our friends there are checking out? Uh, please do. Yeah. <laughs> Six. I still got blood in my eyes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, the dragon is a pretty big focus. Like a lot of the, like a lot of the people who are in the arena right now, just just watched a dragon fight. Essentially, like they watched a metal album cover come to life, and <laughs> and they, they that that's kind of a spectacle to see. Firstly, a dragon, and then a dragon this size, and then a dragon this size not attacking them. Like it's it seems to be your pet almost. Um. So they're 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 kind of checking that out, but beyond that, you don't really see anything. Um, I Rikus will kind of walk up in front of just our group of people and just kind of stand there, and then turn around to the party and go, "You guys can decide what you want to do. If you need my input, that's fine. But right now, I just we need to try to make this as not as obvious as possible because I I just see them swarming us the minute they see that we have some sort of cure. Well, I mean. I don't know. Do you really see that happening? I mean, these people are our friends. I'll motion to Baranith and just say, Elf, come over here. You, Elf, because I don't remember your name because of the rod. I'm going to um, I'm 
I'm going to head right over to you and okay. um, and just I'm going to kneel next to to Greta, um, just kind of check you over. You, you need to talk to and deal with the Hammerhand and Silverclaw folks. Uh, I, I need more than just a vial here, and I'll kind of you know motion towards my tentacle arms and just bloody, disgusting clothing. Um, you know, I have time. Take those vials, but you need to. Someone needs to talk to them because uh, I'm peeking around to see what uh, Ulanda's doing. Uh, well, okay. <clears throat> they have their own bitten to deal with as well. Um, Norhorn. Okay, do me a favor. Uh, Baranith, roll a perception check, please. Oh, okay. I'm on it. Uh, 30. Okay, that's, Beautiful. that's excellent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Norhorn doesn't look too phased by the bite, actually. Like, he, he appears to just... It's more of a nuisance than anything. It, there is blood trickling down his neck, and it's it's more like, ah, just that, that, like a mosquito bite. Just like, ah, eh, whatever. Uh, again, kind of fascinated by the dragon. Um... Uh, Ulanda is talking to one of her, uh, t- kind of talking to one of her agents, and um, they fully acknowledge that one of theirs has been bitten. And uh, Ulanda is going to start walking towards uh, the the bitten party member of theirs, and she's going to go ahead and draw a sword. Uh, and unless anyone does anything to stop her, um, oh gosh. I really want to intervene here. Um, I'm just going to try and look at Sparanath and shake my head. Okay. And um, I'll look back at you and and just kind of freeze. Rikus will just kind of like grit his teeth and noticeably just be like, I want to I want to step in. But he'll, he'll just kind of like turn his head a little bit. So the bitten agent is kind of like simultaneously clamping her her hand like over the the, the, the bite wound uh, and at the same time kind of staring at this dragon away from Rolanda Rolanda's uh, going to take this sword and with one very smooth motion is going to lop her head off just clean off oh my god uh, and first the head is going to kind of tumble off and fall to the ground and then after after a second, uh, the the body's going to just buckle at the knees and then just tumble over. <sighs> and no one on the silver claw side seems to be surprised by this. <sighs> like not at all. Like that was that was to be expected. Um, uh, and Ulanda's going to kind of wipe off her sword and then just kind of sheathe it again. That's I'm going to look away and start hyperventilating. It's a kinder fate than than Tala got. You know, instead of suffering, basically. Oh, um, like kinder fate. I'm. Oh, that was just awful. Well, you know, is she going to do it again to the dwarf, elf? Why don't you ask how Norhorn is? Uh, I'm going to kind of collect myself and uh, and go over and and approach him, um, and and ask him. Please let me look at your wounds. Let me see if I can help you. He's going to kind of turn his head and let you look at it. <laughs> bah! Ah, it's just a bite. Um, heel check to help him out. Sure. 19. Uh, 19 will be great. Uh, yeah, 19 will kind of seal off the wound, and, and um, he's, he's very much still bitten, but he doesn't seem to be too 
too worried about it. And uh, this is, there's is no mistake, this is a zombie bite, right? Oh, yeah. Like, the, oh, well, my. no other creatures in Onokal that would have bitten him, really. <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah, this is, this is definitely something took a chunk out of him. Um, probably why they were dealing with a bulk of them in the city. Like, someone just got a lucky chomp down on him. Um, I'm going to look at him and, and tell him, I, I, want, I want to help you, my friend. We all need to go home. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do. He's, uh, he's going to kind of peer around you and look at the party. Uh, I see some of you got bit as well. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we were in trouble ourselves. Well, we mainly came here because we thought we were missing a big fight, which apparently we did. Thank you very much for inviting us, by the way. But I would imagine you have some of your own work to deal with, so I'll give you some privacy. Leave you to it. Um, before you go, just can you tell us the status of, of things outside the arena? Um, like, was it, was it successful? Like, or are we still surrounded by, by Walking Dead? Oh, we got, uh, we got a good amount of them slain. It's mostly cleanup work now. Got the boys going through houses and alleys and streets, things like that. But I think we dealt with a lot of them. That was mostly the ones circling the gate. Um, both of you, um, and looking at him and looking at, um, Ulanda, um, we're so grateful for your help, um in this fight um and i know you've suffered losses and i'm and i'm so sorry for your losses um we couldn't we couldn't have done this without working as a team uh they're both kind of shaking their head it's kind of been taxing for everyone um they've lost more people than you but then again i mean you know they didn't have a dragon they didn't so it's kind of a kind of a sticking point with them but it's Norhorn would take it a lot better than Ulanda would. Um, Ulanda's kind of looking over your party and, and specifically Greta. Greta just looks fucked up. Like, Greta is in pretty bad shape. I mean, if you can get past the, the bite and being coated in blood, and then you got tentacles and all kinds of other weird shit. So, um, <laughs> she's just kind of looked at Baranath. We can settle up later. It appears you have members of your own party to dispatch. Uh, yes, of course. Um. I'll give you some privacy then. Thank you. And they are going to take off back into the city. So. I'm going to wave kind of sarcastically at Ulanda with one of my tentacles. (laughs) (sighs) I'm going to breathe again. She will look at you disgusted. (laughs) I don't know what to do, you guys. I wanted to help him, but I... I'll... Rikus is going to look at Baranith and, and just kind of give her an acknowledging, like, nod and just say, uh, he's tough. He's he's real tough. And uh, he, he knows how to handle that kind of stuff. And right now we just got to focus on us. Um, if... I, he's a pretty... Norhorn's a pretty smart guy. I imagine he has resources that he can get out there. Right now we need to... Uh, 
get anybody we can healed up, walkable. We need to get back to the house. We obviously need to, I, I think Greta is going to, we're going to need to give her uh, once over a little bit more formally where, and he'll just kind of look around, give her a formal look over where we're not in the middle of a desert. And I think the best idea for us right now is to just go back to the house. Um, I, I, sorry, I just, I think we need to deal with just some healing first. Um, Dagon, I think it's safe for you to take that potion now. I'm going to, uh, Dagon's going to look at Greta and just ask her if she's standing by her decision to refuse the cure. Yes, I am. Rikus is right. Everyone needs to get back to, to Brightport. And if there's anything that can be done for me, maybe it can happen there. I don't know, but... At the same time, I need a lot more than just healing, and I'll just kind of look down at my slimy fingers, or lack thereof. Hmm. Um, I, I can't, I, I can't leave you here like this. I, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta do something about this. Um, and I'm gonna go back to to Greta and kneel next to her. Um, and I would like to use my uh, ritual. Um, of cure disease. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look a little, a little bit disturbed because Braneth hasn't really done something like this before. So I'm, you know, after all the magical changes I've had lately, I'm kind of hoping she won't just like light me on fire <laughs> I, or fuck something up. <laughs> I'll throw another head. <laughs> I, I know, I know you're frightened. Um, please gonna, trust me. Please let me help you. I'm going to suggest Braneth take the cure before she starts. Uh, um, okay, I'll, I'm going to pull out the vial and I'm going to look at Dagon and I'm going to look at Valis. Uh, Valis is very much encouraging you to take this thing. Yeah. Just Dagon will uh, nod and, okay. uh, look at his own vial and just say, bottoms up, All drink right. it back. And I will drink. All right. And now we all have tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan to the arena. <laughs> Tentacled hentai Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Zombie tentacle hentai. Uh, oh, goodness. Um, okay. He's got the 24-inch pythons. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the one, but it's enough. It's, yeah. uh... oh, goodness. That's not going to die, is it? That's going to be a no, persistent joke no, today? Much. Right. Yeah. We will have to fight him eventually because Alana is like... She's like Ray from Ghostbusters. If she talks about something, she manifests it into existence like Doug. So eventually we're going to have to fight some tentacled monster with a giant penis that's a rapist and that sounds like Hulk Hogan when he talks. So, Jason, you might have to cue that up. I doubt that's going to make it into canon. Um, I, I, I doubt it. You never know. <laughs> Just work with the good. <laughs> Stay buff, Marshmallow Man. <laughs> <laughs> So your ritual, I forget. How did we decide that that worked? That's okay. pretty much. Um, so cure disease um, is a heal check minus the level of the disease. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. If I roll zero or lower, um, the target dies. One through nine damage is equal to the target's maximum hit points. 10 through 19, damage equal to one half. The target's maximum hit points, 20 to 29, damage equal to one quarter. And 30 or higher, no damage. Well, this is a level 9 disease, so it's physically impossible for you to kill him. 
Okay, that's good. Um, okay, so I will um, I roll just a just a regular heel check, right? Just a regular heel check. Okay, twenty six. Twenty six, gorgeous. So twenty six minus nine. So that's okay. How much damage would that be? That would be. So that is. I've rolled a seventeen, so it's one half the ta- target's maximum hit points. Okay, so that smarts quite a bit. That's going to hurt Baranith for casting it. And it's going to hurt Greta for for receiving it. So Greta just took 31 damage. Is the health been reset since the practice fight? It has not. But Greta's is the same. So Okay. Well, you said it was going to hurt Baranith, so... True, very true. Uh, everyone just take a rest, then. Because I don't recall what everyone's hit points were at the end of the fight three, four months ago. <laughs> And done. There you go. Okay, gorgeous. So that's going to be 31 to Greta, and uh, it's also going to cause uh, Baranith some pain, but not, like, hit points damage. Um, <clears throat> so every member of your party now that has been bitten has effectively been cured of the, the, the zombie virus. Yes. Uh, did you tell me? On the other end. Did you tell me what you were doing? I'm still kind of confused. I guess was there a flash of light or something? Or oh no, I'm sorry. I um, haven't seen you read this book a lot, <laughs> so I think Greta's still no. like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Come here, um, I'm gonna do this. Let me read this just... thing and fix it. <laughs> You've never seen this book before. <laughs> just it's it, this will only hurt a little bit. Um, I, I'm just uh, kneeling over you and um, and just praying praying over you um, and reading from my ritual book and um, and letting the, the mojo do its thing. Okay. So you're, okay, so you've told me that you're trying to cure the disease. I don't know if I did. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> otherwise it's just like, yay, Christianity, I st- I'm still going to be a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was kind of like, come here, I, I got to do this. And then you let, did Let something. me read you this awesome poetry. It's super emo, but you'll feel better when you die. Like, <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Yes. Um, uh, are you is are you agreeable to letting me cure you? Yes. Just okay. tell me what it does before you do it. Um, uh, and I don't know how to explain this. This might hurt. Um, oh, it'll hurt. This this could hurt. Uh, this could kill you. But I I feel. I feel like I have to do this. I don't want you to become one of them. What are you doing? Dude, I'm curing your disease. Tell me you're curing my disease. Okay, I'm curing your disease. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, God, I need some caffeine. Um, well, I hope that this works. Do whatever you can. I'll look over at Vallis and just say, if this doesn't work, you know what to do. Uh, Vallis is going to shake his head. Um... So I'm going to um, open my ritual book and and read a little bit, and then I'm going to put my hands over you, um, and and close my eyes and and read my ritual and pray, um, and it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, and my rule is good, and um, shock delivered. Shock delivered, yes. <laughs> 
I could edit this cleverly so that <laughs> Oh god, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not a big deal. It's way too early in the evening to apologize for anything. Let's not do that. Let's just plow forward. Well, I wasn't trying to trying to be a bitch. It just kind of like Greta's had a lot of magical changes lately, so she would have been a little bit wary of what you were doing. I don't, and as far I don't as think... she was concerned, if she didn't know she was going to be cured, it's still zombie mania running wild. So. I, I, sorry, I you shouldn't have to feel violated just to not be a zombie. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, I want to... Okay, are, are we good? You're, he's cured? Well, okay. about ten minutes go by. Because it, it takes some time, but yeah, that 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 uh, she is effectively cured. Okay. Um, and I imagine I'm pretty exhausted at this point. Oh yes, that's incredibly draining. That would pretty much it would it would all but knock Baraneth out. Okay. So this would be a thing if you're going down. Valus is going to kind of like try and support you a bit. Okay. You got the vapors. Yeah. <laughs> Being a cleric is a shitty, thankless job. It really is. That's um, so. Yeah, Valus is going to try and like, like make sure that your head doesn't slam against the the arena floor and stuff. Just, just oh. try and kind of gently support you. Okay. Greta's kind of rolling over onto all fours to try and stand up because she feels considerably better, even <clears throat> even if she's taken a bit of a hit. But uh, she still kind of looks a little bit disappointed that she's still has tentacle arms and obviously has, is in a bit of a brain fog, but I'm back so, on my feet. That's good. Cool. <clears throat> so Valis is actually going to address uh, Greta. So what do you plan on doing? About what? And he kind of like, he kind of like motions towards your arms. Just the, the, the whole tentacle situation that, Oh, yeah, this. You make a really good point. Um, and I can't even remember your name. So it's not just my arms. You know, looking around, it's it's true. I Right now, I'm the last of Theramax monsters. And I still have this rod, but I just... I can feel it corrupting me. Um, I still feel... I still feel sick, a little bit twisted, and obviously changed i thought originally it would be for the better but this this power is far too unpredictable for me to control and it's going to end up hurting more people in this group and while i i sense the urgency of what's happening back in brightport and the other two houses don't know that zan and carter's on his way uh i need to fix this and i don't think i can do it in brightport well where do you plan to go? Well, I think the only place that can help me is... Well, I need people that, I hate to admit this, but are more, more intelligent and stronger versed in magic than I am. And, and that's probably Human Euro would be the only place that could help me. And if, if I hurry now, I can intercept Norhorn. And with some of the change in my pocket, hire a Hammerhand mercenary to accompany me and see if I can get this fixed. I'm no good to you in my current state. I, I, I can fight, but I don't trust my mind. And uh, the changes that happened during this last battle, I don't know if they're even over. I'm grateful that you've healed me, but I don't feel fixed. Um, I'm going to get up um, as best I can um, 
to go over to Greta. I, you and I have quite the history. I, I really don't want you to leave, but I understand why. I, I would fix you if I could. You know that, right? I know you would. <laughs> You'd probably kill yourself in the process, but I know you would try. And uh, the even the new lease on life that this uh, this rod has given me, it solved a lot of Galford's problems, and it's it's made me feel differently about my place in this world. But uh, I can't enjoy that place if I'm changing or a monster or or not in control. Um, so while I still have all of my faculties, I, I should leave you, and uh, and hopefully. We'll see each other again. I can be new and improved. I I hope. I'll sort of look around at everybody else while I'm kind of shrugging. Uh, Regis will step up to Greta and just kind of look her dead in the eyes and go, I, I know we haven't always seen eye to eye on everything, but I've never thought of you of anything less than a friend. And I... I've not had a lot of friends and I'm not really good with words. So uh, I'll just say that I hope what you are leaving us for you find and we're reunited down the road. Ah, Rikus, you're too kind, but just the only thing I got to say to you is just listen to your gut. Go with it. You may not be a a leader, Rikus, but you're a fighter and, and you need to keep fighting and I'll turn to Dagon. Uh, Eladrin, we I made you a promise that we would uh, we would help look we would look for your people, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope to I hope to keep that promise. Um, you know, I, I feel that the, the the answer to where they have gone may still lie in some of Theramax notes. If you have the time, try to pick up where I left off. Um, if I can't remember barely remember your names, I can't remember much that I've read or researched while I was there so until I can remove this taint I hope to uh, to kind of pass the responsibility of learning as much as we can onto the rest of you especially Dagon or whoever your name is <laughs> <laughs> shit that's hard it's like a fucking drinking game <laughs> Dagon, you guy with the silver hair yeah. I can't remember you Dagon will walk up to Greta and kind of crouch down and pat her on the head and uh, just say Take care of yourself first, and good luck to you. We'll see you another day. Um, I'm going to hug her really tight and kiss her face and say goodbye. So I'll I'll turn around and I'll kind of point at Trixie too and just say, Trixie, don't don't take any uh, any guff from the rest of them while I'm gone, especially not this guy. And I'll point at Rikus, you know, trying to add some levity. Um. <laughs> And then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll turn, and even though I'm still kind of soaked with blood and all sorts of crap, basically run for the exit of the arena and try to catch up with, um, uh, with Hammerhand, because if I can at least hire some type of a mercenary from Norhorn's crew, I've got somebody to accompany me in my slimy state to uh, find someone somewhere in Theria that can maybe fix me. And with that, Greta leaves the party. I just imagine Daughtry's home playing in the background. <laughs> I'm coming home. And then there were four. Oh, goodness. I see how many more of you can kill off before the... No. Um. 
And the true agenda comes out. Hmm. I saw a hashtag from from DNR cast members saying, never trust the DM. That was hurtful. Mm. So I'm going to earn that. There you go. Group group three is finally caught on, eh? (laughs) I can only hit him so many times before they... Oh, goodness. Um... Well, it appears as though uh, I, I guess you guys are. Well, what would you like to do here now that Greta's left the party? We got. Um. Well, I don't think there's anything else to do except go home. I think we have a date with Destiny. Yeah. So I'm guessing you are going to sidle up to Amara and uh, get ready and try and ride her back to Brightport. I'm going to. Um just give her a quick once over just to make sure she's okay after that fight and um and tell her thank you for fighting so bravely um we've done a very big important thing today um and it's time to go home uh Amar is very cosmetically damaged very very uh like a lot of claw marks a lot of uh yeah her like she's just got this 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 gorgeous like just white skin that's that's kind of soiled with blood at the moment just just oh. a lot of blood can i roll a heel check for her? you sure can all right 33 okay this will take a little more out of you than normal because it's a it's this huge dragon instead of like someone got a cut on their arm or something like that so would it benefit if i did one too at all um yeah, I mean, you can. Like, you can assist each other, something like that. Yeah, because I have a plus 11, and I don't use that enough. <laughs> um, like, would it um, do anything substantial if I I mean, it's just, it's just basically sealing all the cuts and, and, and that. It's not... It's, okay. There's nothing wrong with her other than, than some battle damage and stuff. Mm. I'll do one anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, so uh, uh, Mara's healed up, and you guys are going to get ready and... Uh, climb on her back. Um, uh, Palace is going to try to assist Berenith in getting up there because she's still probably a bit weak. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty wobbly. So, uh, Palace will kind of help her get there. And then he very kind of cautiously gets on the back of, of Omar. He's he's not one for heights and, and, and hates the thought of kind of soaring hundreds of feet <laughs> above the ground. Um, I, I want to try to reassure him, um, just, just hang on to me. It'll be okay. Um, and he will definitely be doing that. Kind of like someone on the back of a motorcycle, just kind of like, kind of clenched around Baranath. Um. And I'm imagining everyone else is jumping on. All right. Yep. Let's do it. So. Flying back, uh, flying back to Brightport. Um, who would like to make a perception check? I mean, the entire party can, I suppose. Sure. One, two, three, roll. Twenty-eight. Eighteen. <laughs> Twenty-nine. Wow. I'm perceptive as a donut hole. <laughs> Eighteen's not bad. Um. Uh. Daniel, if you want to roll one too, you can. I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Hey. Nay. Eight. 
there are clouds. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> guys. This is a dragon. <laughs> um, so, kind of soaring back, back to Brightport. Uh, you you see that same caravan that you passed, um, and they look to be probably a day out from Brightport. And <clears throat> again, educated guess that's probably Carter, which gives you you know somewhere in the area of twenty four hours to kind of prep yourselves, whatever you'd want to do before he got there, however you'd like to handle it. So, coming back into Brightport <clears throat> is a little tricky for Amara. Because while this is a big city, the streets are kind of kind of a little more narrow than they need to be for her and, and, and crowded. So she has to pretty much land in the same spot you guys took off in, and she has two options. One, she can kind of hover above the city and slow her descent down, but it will probably blow every single window out in a in a two-block radius and <laughs> blow people off the streets and like it's 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 kind of like um kind of picture a helicopter hovering over but this is just these huge gusts of wind instead of it being a steady you know it's constant breeze it's, it's her a, well i was gonna say it's a helicopter the size of air force one right it's yeah. it's it's like the shield helicarrier landing <laughs> like downtown it's like that is a big thing and it's it's yeah so her only other option is to slow herself down as much as possible and then kind of hit the ground running. Can she land on the outskirts and then walk in? Walk into the city from the outskirts? That is another option. But We already are passing over what we can probably assume are safe boundaries with having her fly in and out of the city already. Well, where's, where's the house? Is it on the edge or is it right in the center of the town? It would be... Uh, it would be away from most people, but still very much in the city. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's up to you. You can, at the last minute, you can tell her, it's like, hey, let's land outside the city and just walk through the gates, I guess? Or Excuse I mean, me, where do I park my dragon? <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably walk my dragon through town. <laughs> well, you I guys s- technically have before. <laughs> this kind of feels like it's a sitcom. Um... If she comes and tries to slow down as much as possible and has to do a running thing, do we have to make any sort of check to stay on her back? I would imagine the jolt would, uh, yeah. yeah. I might I have just imagine. opened up an Easter egg that we didn't want to open up. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, now well, we do. Thanks, well, because You make a logical point. You make a logical point, man. I, I, I wasn't going to make you, but, I mean, it does kind of make sense. Um... I would say that's an endurance check, just to hold on to her and 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 make sure that you don't fall off. So um, she would kind of f- be flying into the city, and on the street that you live, like it would be kind of the back the the back alley portion of it because it it's, she's kind of come out of the back of it. Um, she is going to try and slow down as much as possible, but she is very much going to kind of hit the ground running. And it's gonna tear up the street a bit. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Someone's gonna have to fix this. All right. Uh, everyone, please roll an uh, roll an endurance check. An energy check. An energy check. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Just oh, got a twenty. Hey, oh, no bail for sure. I am the lowest one. Very good. Ooh, Baranith crit that, and Trixie almost crit that. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are good. You, you, you're you totally cool. You, you're you hanging on. Ooh, wait. She roll one for Valis. 
<laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say something about me getting a 16. I'm like, hey. <laughs> now, earlier today, I was having a very bad dice roll day for, for Valis. So let's see if... <laughs> see you uh, later. Bombs away. God damn it, Valis. Come on. He's just getting off to fix the road. <laughs> Can I make an athletics check to grab him and bring him back onto the dragon before he falls? Yeah, me too. This would be... Well, hold on. This would be a thing where you are... You all have to grab him. He's you, huge. This... <laughs> this you, this would be you're you're using all of your energy just to stay on. Like you're hanging on for dear life. So if you're letting go, you're kind of letting go. Like this like the jostling of this would be massive. Like you're you're hitting the ground and like you're you're flying, you're flying, and stop dead almost. That's what it's like. <laughs> so no. Um, no, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. uh, no or you like your options are no or you can go with him. Like those are kind of your options. I'll catch like he, you, buddy. Maybe he wasn't ready for it. Maybe he didn't think about it. Maybe he just was, like, closing his eyes real tight. Didn't think. Um, but Valis, upon the first slam of Amara hitting the ground, is going to fly clean off the back of, oh, of her. I know he's going to get hurt, but I can't help but laugh. Oh, it's... God. it, Valis, dude, it's... Now, the problem is that Amara's tail is flickering wildly. Oh, uh, behind behind her so <sighs> gonna essentially roll an attack against Valis's <laughs> I guess this would be versus reflex considering <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus so Christ. sorry Valis <sighs> Valis is going to get struck by this tail oh Jesus now this let me let me paint a picture. This is like someone tossed a softball at someone and it was hit with an aluminum baseball bat. So Valis is going to kind of fly into the air off the back of Amara, come down and get struck by her tail, absent-mindedly swinging behind her as she's just trying to slow her, slow her descent into the city and not crush anything. Uh, and Valis is going to get flicked clean across the street and... Uh, uh, against uh, this cart the, the, that's just kind of like selling apples. So clean through this fucking cart. Um, are uh, we stopped yet? Uh, yes, you would have been. You would have stopped by now. Okay, jumping down, running, running, running back to I check will on follow. him. I will follow. I will point and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I really almost wouldn't blame you. Like it. Smug son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm. I'm just. I'm running right to him and uh, just immediately, uh, just kind of like falling right next to him and saying, are, "Are you okay? Like, oh my gosh! Like, how much damage did he take?" Um, that was a significant. That was like half his hit points. Like, that was Jeez. a significant amount of of damage. Um. um uh, okay, heal check for Valis. Twenty-seven will be fine. So you're you're gonna heal him up a bit. He just, I would say, more embarrassment. I'm gonna just like be like I'm still like over him, right? And just right, yeah. I'm just gonna hold his face and look straight at him and say, "Please don't ever do that to me again." 
<sighs> I thought I lost you. <laughs> he's ah. kind of like he's kind of groaning, just like trying to like like move a bit, and every time he does, like apples just keep falling <laughs> off of him because he's kind of essentially been buried by them. They're um, gonna they're gonna walk up to him and uh, just say, "Oh." Uh, a wise man might hold on tighter, and I'll offer my hand to help him up. I'll offer my hand too. That's what I was gonna do anyway. <laughs> uh, he's gonna accept your hand and stand up. Ugh. Like he's just like he's kind of like cracking his back, just trying to trying to get right again. I had my eyes shut. <laughs> um, he's he's gonna turn to Baranith. Thank you. I. That shouldn't have been necessary. Uh, I I know you're going to hold on tighter next time. Let's calm. Oh, you uh, poor guy. How, how, how does such a beastly man have such a fear of heights? Uh, can we put in the budget to have Amara strapped with seatbelts? <laughs> that comes up at the next budget meeting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Go. That's under this new business. You, this is why you is don't a, ride with your eyes closed, kids. Public service announcement. Safety violation. So, David knows you're home. <laughs> I think the whole city knows we're home. <laughs> yeah, um, Amara is going to... So this, this huge kind of fucking bunker you guys have, this huge dragon garage, essentially, you have built into the side of your house. Um... Uh, with it doesn't really have any doors, but like Amara just kind of like ducks in and and kind of assumes her position back into like that that huge ass room that she was sitting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> David is going to come find you immediately. Like he's, <laughs> um, uh, he is <laughs> like he's going to. I, I guess he'd speak to Baranith first. <sighs> Hi. Um, firstly, I'm glad to see that you're all well. Secondly, you do know that's going to take quite a bit of explaining. And he's kind of pointing outside to the huge divots in the ground, that the, the dragon-sized footprints in the street. I'm, um... I don't know what to say. I'm just going to shrug. Not my problem. <laughs> I'm... I think should we happen, should install like a, dra- a dragon landing pad somewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> like a helipad. Yeah. On the top of the house. There you go. That would. Yeah, we'll get a runway. Um, we'll just come out of the top of our house and we'll never have this problem. Um, I, I feel like I've just added to your list of, of problems to solve. Um, it's, uh, it's fine. I, just had a talk with the captain of the guard Captain Warwick and I assured him that everything would be fine when it came to Amara at least no one was hurt um I I realize this is uh, this I know I know this isn't this isn't sustainable we can't she can't keep coming and going like this she's gonna destroy the city uh, we'll we'll figure something out. And he yeah. kind of like puts a hand on your shoulder. Is is everything all right? How did everything go in on a call? Um, as a success as as much as we can. I uh, and guess. He's, he's kind of, oh, uh, just we 
We did. We did what we set out to do, and we... Silverclaw and Hammerhand helped us uh, a great deal, and um, not without taking some damage. Um, Norhorn Hammerhand was bitten, um, and I don't know what's going to happen to him. Um, But I think we've eliminated the threat as much as we can. Um, And... We've been... We've been working on manufacturing more of that cure, but it's going to take some time, I'm afraid. In the amount of time it would take him to get back and us to brew a new batch, it could be a week. Um, I don't know that he's going to last a week, but I'm, I'm so grateful for your work, and, and I urge you to work as, as fast as you can. Because um, if... If anyone else has been bitten, I mean, we we have to help them. And more than that, we can't let this spread. Um, we can't let this spread beyond on a call. I'm sure that they have it well at hand by now. Oh, um, and please give them my thanks. Um, um, I will the very next time I see them. We've had a couple of developments while you were away. Developments? Well, I did as you asked, and I put the word out that you were looking for assistance. We... We had someone answer that call. You may want to meet her. All right. It's an unusual case. Um, I think unusual is the name of our game most of the time, so... Sure. Um, David is going to lead you guys into kind of the living the living area. And uh, kind, of, kind of hanging out in this living area is this very large creature. Should I We're, roll perception? I would. Alright. <laughs> Should 12. I roll perce- perception? Can I roll I think- perception? <laughs> I think everyone should. At this point. 16, yeah. 12, you're tall. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, okay, well. <laughs> Got a crit mess on Can it. we all re-roll perception? <laughs> What's Valis's perception? Let me see if he can save the day. Negative 14. Who's closing their eyes now? It's a three. It's Valis now. He crits it. 15. <laughs> I did no... Well, yeah, okay, never mind. Well, um, kind of hanging out in this room is... Uh, this 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 large, pale creature. Um, you have never seen anything like her before, uh, race-wise. Uh, she's approaching eight feet. Oh wow! So massive, uh, and looks to be pretty damn strong. Uh, and David is going to kind of like motion. Uh, this, like, kind of lean in to, 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 to you guys. Um, this, this is the situation I was talking about. Uh, her, her name is Corey, she says. Uh, she's looking to help you out. Uh, and he kind of, like, motions the group to Corey and then Corey to the, the group. Uh, I will, uh, approach her immediately and smile and extend my hand. Um, and say hello. My name's Baranith. 
Um, welcome to the house. Um, uh, Corey is going to stand up, uh, watching her head, um, and smile right back at Baranath and say, Thank you. I heard word that you were looking for assistance around the city and was hoping you still had an opening in the house. Uh, word. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I've never seen such a remarkable creature. Um, <laughs> sorry. Please, uh, everyone introduce yourselves. Um, Rikus will walk up and extend his hand <laughs> just say, nod and say, Rikus. Um, she's going to nod back and in response to Baranith, uh, I could say the same about you. I haven't had much interaction with many races, so I'm seeing many new faces. Uh, Dagon will walk up and extend his hand, say, Dagon Arkenscape. And what do they feed you where you come from? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, Corey's going to let out a, a loud chuckle and say, we eat pretty much what you eat, just in abundance. <laughs> Fascinating. I'll walk over to her kind of smiling and looking up at her and then smile even bigger and go, hi, I'm Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where are you from? Uh, I'm from a forest over by the Evergreen. I know that most from around here have heard of it. Um, yeah, yeah, the Evergreen is, uh, well, pretty much a, a famous home. Um, what brings you all the way out east? Uh, well, where I have come from, I've seen a lot of adventurers in my past going through the forest and whatnot, and I've always been sort of curious and decided one day that when my circumstances changed, I would take to the road. Though it is hard out there on your own. <laughs> Uh, well, you're certainly, you're certainly welcome company. Um, we're, we're rather a band of, of misfits ourselves. Um, and, and I'm kind of looking around at our group and, um, we tend to celebrate diversity. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll warn you that we tend to find or create trouble wherever we go. Um, but uh, if you're if you're interested in adventure, you've um, you've come to the right place. Um, uh, oh, go on, hun. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, Corey is going to um, reach over to the table where she was sitting while waiting for you to return and pick up a piece of bacon and say, "If this is what your house has to offer, you you better fucking sign me up." <laughs> <laughs> and how's everybody feel about brunch? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. I was about to say I'm not touching that. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. Fifteen bonus. <laughs> roll it out. Yep. <laughs> roll it. Out. Autobots roll out. Um. Okay. Uh. Wow. Wow. Um. <sighs> Corey's gonna ask if that if the dragon was. If hence the name Dragon Keep, if if that dragon was actually yours, um, as that made as the ruckus, that was our ruckus. Yes, um, as much as anyone can own a dragon. Yes, Mara is uh, a part of this um, 
a part of our family, if you will. Um, mind you, I'm thinking we might have to find uh, more appropriate digs for her. Um, we've made a bit of a mess outside. Um, anyway, that said, um, uh, I'm I'm sorry that you've you've come into the house at at kind of an odd time. We're just back from on a call and. Um, uh, turning back to uh, to the group, I think we have some things to talk about, no? Yeah. Um, and I'll look at Corey and just mention, look at her and just go, you mentioned that you were kind of from the West Coast. If you don't mind me asking, how much knowledge do you have of what's kind of going on on the West Coast? Um, I was pretty secluded. Where I am from, I lived in the forest practically all my life, so I don't really know of much going on. I just know something's going on. Something uh, is forcing people out. He's going to take a little bit of a sigh and just look at her and say, well, there's a very important... Ma- yeah, should I do any, like... It's up to you. I mean, I'm kind of going off of where Rikus is from a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, but would it be appropriate to do a history roll just so I'm not making up garbage out of my butt? Well, no. I mean, you can you can roll a history roll. You would you would definitely know the cliff notes. Like you're you're from Durn Hollow. Like you'll know the cliff notes like that. But yeah, depending on how deep you want to go, yeah, roll a history check. Okay. Not very deep. Um, <laughs> incredibly deep. So yeah, cliff notes. But uh, I'll just look at Corey and just go. There's a very important man that has made choices that the information's not clear but he's going to be coming to the house we saw him on the flight back pretty much tomorrow and and while we would love to give you a formal orientation to the house it's very much we're going to be speeding up and trying to deal with this uh, and then I'll just look to the rest of the party and just say how do we want to handle this what are we going to say to him? Do we want to try to prepare something? Or are we just going to see what his purpose is? Well, I mean, as far as I understand, he's here, going to be here looking for Thermac. And Thermac's not here. I need to know from from Vallis um, if he still plans on uh, leaving for Winterhaven. Um, so I'm going to kind of pull him aside and ask him about that. I, I'm going to have to take off soon, yes. The girl should know that her family's dead. At least, most of them. I'm... I feel like with... With Greta leaving, um... With Corey joining us, um... There's so many things changing, and... I don't know if I can handle you leaving... But I don't know if I can go with you. Have you absolutely decided that you really have to go? I just... I understand what it's like to lose family. And I would hate for her to find out accidentally. Or to go to Whitehedge seeking out her sisters and finding that they've been dead for some time. I... I I understand and please please know that I think it's 
it's the right thing to do. It's the honorable thing to do. It's just that in the last few days, just so much has happened. It's, I, I worry about you. I worry about you leaving. I, I've, I've never been to Winterhaven. I, I, I could probably help you. How close are they, like, with... How close did you... Are you guys to us? Like, how much are we hearing of this conversation? I would imagine this is still earshot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rikus is kind of... Kind of... Trying not to seem like he's been eavesdropping. But he's just kind of... Kind of walk over... And uh, walk in between Valis and Baranith. And, and just look at both of them. And then look at Baranith. And uh, go... I know it's probably bad that I've been listening... But this, we, and he's kind of like staring over his words because he's not really good with trying to speak from the heart. But uh, he'll look at Baranith and just go, we all have had to make choices that brought us to this house. We've all had to do things that we haven't wanted to or agreed on. And I kind of look at Valis. Valis has to ma- ha- is making a choice that he feels is right. And it just... I, I understand why you're so attached to him, but we have a party that was brought together on under weird circumstances that we've stuck together, and he'll just kind of kind of bite his lip a little bit and just he's stammering, kind of stuttering over his words, and he'll just look at Brandon and go, I I haven't had a family in years. I haven't had the chance to call someone a family. I haven't had a chance to call someone a friend in years. And this is the closest that I've gotten. You and me are not too far off alike. We, none of us have had a lot of time to get to know each other. It's just kind of been boom, boom, boom. But me and you aren't too far alike. And I've had to make choices that I didn't want to, but I knew I needed to. And Valis is making a choice that he knows he needs to. You need to let him go. Um. And do you... I was just going to keep going on, but if you want to interrupt, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, please go on. He's just going to kind of look, and he's he's kind of rubbing his face now a little bit, and he'll just look at Miranda, just trying to look as deep into her eyes as possible and just go, I never got to say goodbye to my mother because she didn't let me. If you, I know you want to leave with Valis. I know you want to go with him, and I know you're attached to him because you see a greater destiny. But I'm not allowing you to say goodbye to me because I'm not letting you leave. You see a greater destiny with him. You see what future he has. What about the future we have as a party? We don't know what's going on in the world, but we need to go out and try to find it because we are a group of people that have a common goal and we need to we need to stick together. I just I it's difficult for me to watch people I care about in pain. And I know you don't want Valis to go, but I don't we need you here. I don't want you to go. Uh, my, my bottom lip is kind of shuddering right now. And I'm just gonna look at Regis and look at Valis and look at the rest of the party. Um, and, uh, and say, okay, um, I'm, I'm not making, I'm, I'm not making any decisions right now. Um, and look at Valis and just say, please, just don't leave yet. Don't don't leave right now. Um, he kind of 
he kind of reaches out and uh, puts his hand on your arm. We can we can talk later. It's fine. Okay. Um. To to the rest of the party. Um. Can I can I ask you all to be honest with me? Do you do you really feel like any of us belong here? Where else will do I belong? That's that's what brought me here. I I don't mean I don't mean together and I I don't I don't know what I mean. I Corey's a bit confused and is going to tilt her head and look at Baranith because she's not exactly sure what's going on with everyone right now. So she's just going to be listening intently. Um, there's, there is a lot of good in this world and there is a lot of wrong in this world and I want to be a part of the force for good but I don't feel like I can do that from this place from this house am I the only one who feels this way <clears throat> Trixie will step forward and be like you know I think we have created a family as Rikus would put it we've created our own messed up totally off the wall stupid family but this house doesn't make our family wherever you go I'll go this house is nothing to me as long as we stay together Regis will just kind of nod and just say that yes we do have a better purpose and the purpose is not in the city or this house we need to go out and seek what our better purpose is Dagon uh, I've never considered this house as a home. I have a house and a home in the south in Odyssea. Um, I too, much like you, have experienced, well, maybe on a larger scale, loss of family. And I have vowed not to return home until I have found my family. That is my purpose, and that's what I set out to do. If you will help me. I will do my best to help you find what you're looking for. But that definitely involves leaving this place. I... Everything that matters to me is in this room with me. Um, but it's not... It's not this house. It's not this place. And... I can't... I can't do what I need to do in a city of thieves. I think I think we should leave. I think that's for the best. Agreed. Um I want to present an idea to you. Um since we've since we've arrived here, um the staff here and David have all been very kind to us. Um and looking at Vallis, um and there's someone else who's been very, very kind to us. And I wonder if this might be a home for her. And I'm I'm referring to Tessia Grimness. You mean give her the house? I mean, yeah. 
yeah, give her the house. She's worked so hard um, and only owning half her business um, and sharing with the likes of Graddick. Um, do you think she could she could live in this place? I mean, she's obviously a good businesswoman. Do you think she could handle a third of the city? <laughs> Val's is kind of gobsmacked by that. Like, just, just kind of, wow, that would that would greatly improve her life. Does anyone object? No objection. Is Tessia here? Um. Yeah. She would. She would be in the house. She would. Yeah. It would be. Uh, she would be upstairs. So, uh, for those who don't remember, since Gratic left, uh, Tessie was kind of put into witness protection <laughs> uh, because uh, all of Gratic's protection kind of dried up overnight, and he just sort of left town. Like he took a job and left town. So, um, well, let's say, okay. So you're. I would imagine you want to go get. Tessia. Yeah, like is David available to yeah, to bring he her down that. and uh so okay, let's say David goes and, and, and grabs Tessie and, and brings her to you. Um Tessia, um all of us have been talking and um we wanna know how you would feel about taking over this house. You you mean looking after it while you're gone? Um, I mean owning this house. You, you, you just give it to me? Out of everyone we've encountered in our, in our travels together, you've been the kindest, most gentle and generous person, um most concerned and most compassionate and I can't think of anyone else um, that I would like to share this with um, to, to give this to we've been talking and, and none of us really feels at home here but you seem to, to fit in very well and uh, and being the businesswoman that you are, I'm I'm sure that uh, that you could run a house of this size, um, and I'm sure you could thrive here. She, uh, she, while you're talking, it's like she doesn't like she doesn't believe you. Like like it's it's that's 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 like winning the lottery twice. Like that's that's a huge. I mean, like you're going from almost open poverty. To oh now you own a third of the city. Here you go. Like that's that's huge. That's 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 huge. She's just gonna like her 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 mouth's kind of like her lips are quivering and she's just you can see her tearing up. Like she is she is just about to openly weep. We please please know what comes with the caveat we might come asking for you from for help from you in the future and um i'm sure you certainly haven't seen the the last of us i really hope not um because i would really love to see you again um she is going to close the gap quickly between you and just throw her arms around you oh i'm gonna hug her back um and 
like as she's hugging you can feel her kind of start to shake as she's like openly crying now like this is a this this is a big 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 deal do we Aww. all want to do a group hug <laughs> do it absolutely <laughs> wait I think Dagon's too cool for that yeah he'll shake her hand mm. <laughs> He's yeah Trixie would, Trixie would just smile and pat her on the back and say good job or he likes to hug <laughs> I just, I just imagine all of us like hugging together, and then Corey like just wrapping herself around all of us. Her, her arms reaching everyone. Else. She yeah. barely knows any of you people, but she likes hugs, so she's just gonna come over and and give a hug. That's awesome. Uh, and when that's done, she's gonna kind of let go of the hug and then kind of wrap her arms around Valis. And he's just kind of. He's actually just gonna hug her, like just just flat out hug her, which he normally doesn't. It's it's usually more of like a like like a pat on the shoulder, or something like that. But like he's actually like openly like openly hugging her. I want to thank all of you so much. This you have no idea what this means to me, and I I I owe you all such a debt. I anything you ever need from me, please don't hesitate to to call on me for it. Okay. Uh yeah, of course. Of course. And we'll visit. We'll visit you as soon as we can. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really tired. <laughs> when do we expect to to leave? Um, I'm guessing we should probably just rest up. We've kind of had a big day. Um, and we can just leave first thing in the morning. After waffles, of course. Of course. With yeah. The- <laughs> Get a plus 15 for bacon, so... It may be the last bacon we have for a while, so... Yes. Um, Do we have somewhere that Corey can sleep? Well, probably push a couple of beds together or something. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, there's definitely extra rooms. It's just uh, you're going to need a a pretty damn big bed. Mm. Um, So... Uh, if we, I guess their max bed would do. Like, yeah. their had this big ass. Yeah, let's just Ugh. not mention who had that bed. Yeah, I hope they change the sheets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> he was into some pretty sick shit. I'm, yeah, you is um. is um is Amara coming with us? That's a really good question. I. I. If not, um, well, it's up to her what she wants to do. But Tessie yeah. would have to keep look after her. If not, if she doesn't want to come. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's. I guess she's. She's always got a home here, but. I mean, this isn't really the right place for a creature like her. If she stayed here and we were in trouble down the road and used that horn, would she hear it? I think it's only like a mile radius mm-hmm. for that horn. What if we blew the horn into a portal? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And somebody in the Overwatch is going to get really confused. <laughs> is that a horn I hear? Okay. I think it's best that we all probably sleep. Um, in in regards to Amara, I, I, 
I think we have to leave the choice up to her. Um, we can't we can't force a creature like her to stay cooped up in in a house like this, even with her like her large dungeon. We just can't. I can't. I can't do that to her. Well, let her let us you know tell her our intentions, and she can decide what she wants to do. Yes, of course. Um, should we go talk to her now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, does she come in the house? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, she's in, yeah, she's in that large kind of basement-ish area. Cavernous area, yeah. Yeah, that huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll go down and I'll tell her what's happening. Um, Corey is going to ask if she can come with you. Um, she's never seen a creature quite so majestic. Um, by all means, please come down. I think um, she might be the only creature you meet who's bigger than you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I mean that in the kindest possible way. Um, certainly. Um, so I'll, I'll head down and, um, and walk that long corridor and, uh, and enter into, into, her, into her space. While, while you're doing that, uh, Dagon is going to go to uh, Thermax's chamber and leaf through his notes to see if he can find anything about the portals. Ah, oh, good plan. <laughs> gotcha. Um, uh, Amara is very much just kind of resting, just uh, just kind of like laying down, uh, but kind of props herself up on all fours, like after after she sees you uh, come in. Um, I'm gonna go up to her and just motion for Corey just to follow me. Um, it's it's safe. Um, she's she's not gonna hurt you. Um, Corey is just in awe of this creature. To her, it is probably one of the only larger creatures that she's ever seen in her time in Theria. So she's she's pretty impressed. She's pretty amazing, huh? Yes. Oh my goodness, she is beautiful. Um, yeah, she's done done more for us than 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 we ever deserved. Um, I'm gonna miss not having her around. Um, I'll I'll go right up to Amara and and uh, and touch her leg and and touch her face and say, "How are you, my friend?" Um, she's just gonna she's gonna kind of like lean her head way down to meet you guys. I'm doing quite well, actually. It was nice to get out. Um, I need to tell you something. Um, I need to tell you that the the six of us are going to be leaving. Um, we're not going to be living at this house anymore. But I want to let you know that you always have a home here. But, but I don't want you to feel like you have to stay. I don't want you to feel like you're trapped here. You can leave. You can leave if you want to. You're not anyone's prisoner and you're not anyone's pet. Do you understand? I I do. And though I'm sorry to see you go, I completely understand. If I feel the need to go, I will do so. But for now, I'm actually 
quite comfortable. Um, we'll be leaving in the morning. Um. She's gonna kind of, like, Amora's gonna kind of tilt her head towards Corey. And they just kind of lean, like, lean way in. Like, her gigantic head is, like, right in front of Corey. And she's gonna kind of draw in a breath through her nostrils. (laughs) She's sniffing you. (laughs) Yeah, that would almost pull Corey towards her. Like, the, the the force of this is pretty... And then just kind of, like, exhale and do that a couple of times. Just, like, like generally sniffing her uh, just just all over. Corey is, is jubilant at this and looks over at Braneth and says, She likes me! <laughs> if you were a dog, she'd be sniffing your butt. Um, <laughs> just watch out for that tail wagging. Yeah. Um... Amara, this is this is Corey. She's a friend. Uh, and and like Amara will kind of lean in very, very like as gently as possible, and just kind of like kind of like try and nuzzle her nose against Corey. Just kind of like push against her a bit. Okay, and Corey is gonna look over at Braineth again, almost asking. She wants to ask, "Is it okay if I pet her?" I'll nod and say, "Yeah, go ahead." She's going to start to pet her, do a little the little scratch behind the ears. <laughs> and yeah, Amor's just kind of like kind of like do that a couple of times and then just kind of like lean back. Um And I think I might cry because I can't bear the thought of not seeing her again. Um Well, she'll still be at the house for yeah. now at least. Um, I'm just going to stroke her face and, uh, and say thank you for, for everything that you've done for us. Um, I've, I've never met anyone like you and I don't think I ever will again. I'll be here if you need me. If, if you're ever in trouble, just, just look for me and I'll try and find you. Okay. And I'm going to take a deep breath um, and turn and leave. So you guys are getting ready to bed down for the night. Yeah. Is there anything anyone wants to talk about before we kind of move move forward here? I was going to offer to take Corey aside and kind of catch her up <laughs> on everything that's happened. That so she's nice. not completely in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, we're going somewhere? What? <laughs> Like she just joined up, and the whole party's like, "Yeah, fuck this house business." Like it's- so orientation, yeah, that's yes. out the window. Uh, yeah, you kind of, you kind of walked in on a, a transition period. Sorry about that. Uh, that's fine. Uh, when I took to the road, I expected adventure, and being tied down to one place wasn't exactly in my plans anyway. Uh, is this something you kind of want to do off camera there, uh, Trixie? Well, I figured just... like I figured everyone's gonna everyone needs to sleep. It, we don't right. need all of us to explain everything that's happened up until now. Um, so I was, you know, I'd walk over to her and say, "Hey, you know, um, if you're not tired yet, which I'm not, um, would you like to come sit down and I'll just kind of catch you up on what's happened so far?" Uh, yeah, of, of, I would love that. Actually, I have many questions for you. Oh, you're going to have even more after we're done. <laughs> uh, everyone else is pretty much getting ready for bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I imagine Dagon will just be looking through notes all night. Okay. <clears throat> so, Valis is again going to kind of follow Baranith to her room, because that's kind of where he sleeps too. Um, quite the day, hey? I've had better. Uh, you, you fought so bravely. I, I, there were a number of times today where I thought I had lost you. I understand that you can't come with me. I do. And I understand that you have a party to protect. They, they look to you for guidance and they're, they're going to need you. I also watched you almost die today. I couldn't bear the thought of losing you. And he's going to kind of like take a step forward and just kind of put like his hand on your shoulder. I'm starting to breathe heavy. I need to do this. I loathe the thought of going to Winterhaven. But I need to do it. I need to get it out of the way, and I'll come back. I... I I so, so very badly want to go with you. But... You understand. These people are like my family. You, you will come back to me. You... You have a responsibility to them. I do. And you've already done so much for myself and them and now my family. I I want you to know that that means an incredible amount. She nearly had her business taken away years ago. And without Gratic's help, she would most likely be knee-deep in poverty. Everything I said was true... I, I mean, I meant it, that she's so kind, and she's, she's so generous. Um, I, I want, I want this for her. I would imagine that she would do great things. And I hate to leave her behind as well, but she'll be in good hands. I, I would imagine David would take good care. I think so. I think you can be reassured that she'll be safer here. Safer than than living above her shop. Was there something else? In case... In case something happens to me while I'm gone, I, I need you to know something. Mm-hmm. I love you, Baranath. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step closer and, and put my hand on, on your face. My, my dear defender, my brave man, so strong, I, I don't have words to tell you what you 
mean to me. The way you've cared for me, the the limitless kindness. You've put your life on the line for me more than once and no one in the world has ever been so good to me. Oh god. Oh, a thousand arrows. Um I'm not the woman you believe me to be with this fight and this place and I can't stay here and this journey that I'm on oh, shit this this is not your path and this is not mine and I can't follow where you go Valis, I would take a thousand arrows, but I cannot say the words you want me to say. He's he's going to break eye contact and just start to kind of like slowly look down. I see. I I understand. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um He's going to start to pull away now. Um, I won't stop him. I think I should find somewhere else to sleep tonight. Um, uh, okay. Um, I understand. Um, he is going to turn and walk, uh, out of the door. Um... I'm going to um, fall onto my bed and cry into my pillow. Uh, before we pick up with uh, with the next morning here, uh, how would you guys like to take a second and uh, get a drink? Sounds yes. like a plan. Body break, everybody. Nice. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> Sorry, I kept hearing the cry. I, from I the... couldn't. I couldn't look at Skype. I couldn't look at it. I was like, oh, I can't. I can't. I got teleported into the body of a soap opera fan because I seriously, Valis was like, "I love you, Baranith," and my first thought was, "Oh my god, tell him you love him too. Tell him you love him too. <laughs> Just do it. Do it. Do it." Oh god. I tr- do you realize for how many weeks I've been trying to like plan. <laughs> what I'm gonna say to not sound like a horrible person, and I had none of it. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. I I deleted everything because I'm like, nope, nope. I'm an asshole, and that is just the way it is. And yeah, somebody please come console me. Cause... You well, know what's fun? What's that? Mm. Um, they listeners, because we we balance has already shown up on Group Three on the West Coast, but we've given no indication as to why. And people have even like. Was there a group two that was posted that I don't see? Or like, what happened? And most of them automatically assume that something violent occurred. That Vallis did something to someone and was like... Exiled. 
exiled from the group or pushed out like that that's what they figured like it was something to do with the zombie stuff something to no one has guessed that that Berenith would reject him in any way shape or form they just assume that it's going to happen oh (laughs) I'm giddy like that was beautiful holy moly is anybody tweeting oh I was tweeting earlier that was that was completely awful that was so so awful I was like, I loved every second of that scene. Like, I feel, I feel like such a jerk. <laughs> that was rough. That happens when you get or you break up with somebody. I that just, was the most beautiful, eloquent, like breaking up and separation <laughs> I've ever heard. I just hope he wasn't holding a ring behind his back. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so, where do we want to go? I don't that know. I've been looking is... at the map ever since I. Yeah, I got it out here too. You got options. Pirates. I'm kidding. Pirates. <laughs> I'm kidding, well, but port. not completely. Let's get a boat, and we'll stay on the boat, and... I'm hesitant to give you guys anything with a name. Anything that's established with a name. This is your boat. Well, I hate this boat. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just sink it in a matter of minutes. Um, do we want to go anywhere close? Like, obviously, we're going to probably stay away from, like... Yumanero, White Hedge, Odakal. Do we want to go, like, how far east, or far, wow, my perception's off. How far west do we want to go? I will well, go we, anywhere. I think we need, a. we need something to head for. I was thinking we could head to, like, whatever dive in town and just try and do the, uh, streetwise or whatever. See if we can hear what's going on. Maybe we can catch up on something. Dive in what town? In Brightport. Brightport. I'm sure there's oh. a dive in Brightport. <laughs> All of Brightport what? is a dive. City of Thieves? Yeah. Di- Brightport is a classy place. I don't think they'd have they'd have that that type of establishment. <laughs> like like a like you go down an alley and then there's like a door that heads down and then there's like <laughs> just the roughest people drinking down there. There's not a That's- place like that. I'm just, that sounds like all of Brightport. Oh, actually, yeah, that okay. sounds like a lot of Brightport. So we'll just like we'll just walk outside and listen. It's just filled with sketchy alleyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, okay. Let me present options to you guys because you got them. Okay. You could do the you could do the bar thing and just talk to local stand up citizens and 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 try and get like a job or some sort of. Um, uh, like some sort of lead on something or there's there's even like a, a posted board with jobs on it. <coughs> but my thinking is that you don't really want to be tied to Brightport at all anymore. And taking no. jobs for people in Brightport means that you're going to have to come back to Brightport. So... Right. Let's uh, get out of town. I, the next morning, uh, you guys would awake, uh, I'm guessing fairly early because you're looking to... You're looking to get out of town pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Valis would have already split. Oh, I figured. Yeah, uh, he was not. He was not going to stick around for that. Uh, so Valis would have left, uh, and you guys have a decision to make now. Uh, thanks to the handy dandy map. Uh, you can kind of see your your options here. Now, everyone in the party kind of has their own agenda. Um, Dagon is obviously looking for the Eladrin, but 
there are kind of no leads on that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Trixie's kind of tetherless. I, I, I don't know if Trixie has an end goal in mind other than kind of... Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nothing she wants to share right now. Well, it's, it's like she she has an idea but she mm-hmm. doesn't have any she doesn't have any reasons to do anything like she doesn't have anyone in her life that that is going to that is important enough to her besides the group that's going to pull her away so she's try I guess she's trying to find her place okay. she's trying uh, and then you got Rikus who uh, while he comes from Durn Hollow I don't know if he's necessarily ecstatic about revisiting Durn Hollow Probably that was probably the best way you could have put that. Yeah. He knows he needs to at some point, but it's not necessarily something that he's like, I have to do this now. Yeah. Uh, Corey seems pretty content to just travel the road and, and kind of get to know her new friends. Uh, and then there's Bereneth, who, other than just do good, like, is there, is there like a bigger sense of that like is there uh, well Braneth is uh always uh keeping her ears open for leads to help find her brother okay so that's she essentially woke up in Durn Hollow got sold and that's been the last seven years but yeah well, nothing good happens in Durn Hollow no it? no so nothing. I'm kind of like with Rikis is that like I I really don't want to go there but that's the only like it's like I could eat but I don't necessarily have to eat right now kind of thing yeah yeah exactly right we could go All there right. and burn stuff down if you'd make you feel better someone may have beat you to the punch um <laughs> the do you realize how hard some listeners are probably yelling at their fucking iPods? Like, go to Darn Hollow. That'd be so much fun. Like, just to have you guys interact with people from Darn Hollow. Just, just throwing that out there. Um, it's, I mean, well, it's it's pretty far. I mean, we could make that an yeah. end goal. That's fine. Like, get on a road that's in that direction. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. But I mean, well, if let's say let's say if that is clean across the area. So let's say that you were to do that uh, which means you would essentially probably head on down to Whitehedge and that would uh, you'd go from Whitehedge to Lockford uh, past the Silver Glade and if you want to roll history checks on any of this stuff you let me know and I'll give you some more detailed information yes Whitehedge Baranith has been to Whitehedge I have been to Whitehedge you have been to Whitehedge they have a good bar yeah, I was about to say you can tell them. It's like you can tell them firsthand. It's like, well, they have a bit of a null problem. Uh, a bit of a null problem. A good weapon store. Um, decent bar. Um, yeah. I've got a seventeen history, and Dagon's been pretty much everywhere. If you want me to roll, do it. Wait, what are you rolling on? Wow. White edge. <laughs> Were you rolling on white hedge or just in general? Well, I don't know. Be, I crit miss on that one. <laughs> well, let's say Whitehedge, and then Brandon steps in. It's like, uh, never mind. I got this. That's, that's where I bumped my head that one time. <laughs> Jesus, I don't quite that's remember that one. Um, and what? What else do we say? Lockford. Uh, yep. There's Lockford and and the adjacent Silverglade. Okay, uh, Dagon. Uh, try not to crit that one. No crit. Hey, hey, that's not a crit. 
23. So Lockford is uh, a fairly large town that uh, them and Fairbay participate in something called the Great Hunt. Um, now, normally, this takes place in uh, this this huge uh, this 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 huge portion of the area called Hunter's Bounty. Um, it's okay. Silverglade has a bit of a werewolf problem. Mm. Oh my! Um, and so Fairbay and Lockford participate in something like a, a few times a year. They they participate in something called the Great Hunt, uh, which. The bravest of souls kind of head into High Mantle or Silverglade and try and chase out these uh, these uh, these werewolves and uh, slay them and bring them back to their respective towns. Uh, and uh, the town that gathers the most werewolf corpses is kind of crowned the winner. And it's kind of a point of pride between the two uh, between the two towns. And and uh, they're also doing good by keeping the werewolf population down. So yeah. Hmm. That's neat. All right. <laughs> Let's see what other disease we can get. Yes. <laughs> We're going to go through like every affliction that we <laughs> ever encountered. <laughs> Team infection. Oh, Let's gosh. do it. Okay. So what else is down the road? Uh, well, going on from there, you're going to go through Dragon's Reach. If you continue towards Donhurst. Take a guess what's at Dragon's Reach. Oh, a fluffy fucking teddy bear. Kitten. Yes. Tons of kittens. Pits of kittens. Yeah. Kitten pits. Kitten you pits. want to avoid the kitten pits. That actually sounds really sad and terrible. Um, well. Uh, sorry about that. No, no, that's fine. What, I, anybody, any thoughts yet? Do you guys want to go that away? We can, yeah. It's okay. If you were to go to Dern Hollow, it's a long and treacherous road. That's all I'm saying. But anywhere you pretty much want to go in Theria, it's a long and treacherous road. So if you were to make your way to Donhurst, um, Donhurst has a bit of an orc problem. Uh, they are pretty much a walled city. They have walled themselves off in the community outside because uh, the nearby orc encampment uh, has given them nothing but trouble for, for many years. Um, if you were to make it past Donhurst, you'd be going through something called the Deadwood. Uh, the Deadwood has its name because it is one of the most perilous spots in the Divide. The Divide is the section of the area that divides the East Coast and West Coast. Uh, what would normally be flyover country for something like the U.S. Uh, is... If, if you could fly, you should fly, because going through the Deadwood is incredibly perilous, and many, 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 many people have been ambushed and killed there, uh, be it by bandits or orcs or any number of things that uh, would be looking to kind of get the jump on hapless, unsuspecting adventurers and take their shit. Hmm. Uh, and then on the other side of the Deadwood would be Dern Hollow. Dern Hollow, for those of you who don't know, is the Alabama of Theria. Um, <laughs> we never get tired of that. You should probably correct it so people in Alabama don't get angry. It's the stereotypical Alabama in Theria. So Alabama. <laughs> um, <laughs> I live in New Jersey. You could send your emails to me. Um, uh, so... Th- Dern Hollow has a history of 
dogfighting with humans, essentially. The Nuval have pretty much run things in Durn Hollow for a very long time. They, um, they are pretty much the, the town's main source of revenue. And they, um, they enslave mostly non-human races because <clears throat> humans are, well... Humans are fairly weak when it comes to straight-up combat. Like, you'd much rather get your hands on, like, a mole or a dragonborn or something like that. Someone who's a little, you know, a little tougher, made of sterner stuff. Um, humans can be wily. They can they can be good at certain things, but they're more all-around fighters. It's like picking Mario in Super Mario Bros. 2. It's like, eh, whatever. Um, so, that would be your journey to Durn Hollow, if you wanted to do that. But again, anywhere in theory is yours. There's this desert city I could teach you about. Like you could, you could go check that out. <laughs> I I think I've that, had my fill of the desert. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I've had more. I have leftovers of the desert. Does, Why don't we does, just like? Oh, does Branith? Does Branith have any clue where to start looking for her brother? I'm essentially like she. She essentially just woke up in Durn Hollow um, mm-hmm. and was sold um, like to a mid-level thug. Um, I have like no recollection of my life before that. I just I um, I had a note uh, that uh, and someone called me sister, and it was signed a name, and I can only assume that that name is my brother. So. It's the only connection I have to my previous life. So uh, Dern Hollow is where I started. So that's the only place I can think of to. So there might be there might be records there, maybe of some Um, sort of. What I the only thing I can think of is um, is to get a hold of someone in the Nuval and find out how I was acquired. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I feel like I'm kind of putting myself at risk because I don't I don't know what it means for a slave to show up in or a former slave to show up in a slave city and be like, you know, why are you walking free? Your property, you know, like, we'll find out, but you've got, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and now I got my like super awesome, you know, force of extraordinary magnitude behind me. So, uh, you've got an eight foot <laughs> Goliath. I think you'll be I okay. do. I know. Now I got Corey. I'm like, nobody will fuck with me now. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. You always have to have someone bigger than you by your side. See? I've noticed that's cause I'm a smart elf because yeah. We're so and the pussycats. I was about to say, anyone who wants to yell at uh, at, at Baranith, uh, blame Corey, because <laughs> <that's... laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the thing is, though, is if we can hit down this road, if something else comes up that pulls us in another direction, I mean, like there's there's roads everywhere. Um, exactly. I really, would I really be... hope we come across another another gate like we saw in On a Call, because um, and that would be the other uh, choice would be go back to On a Call, but I don't think any of us want to go back there. No, I think no. probably the best direction to head to. Yeah, as weirdly as that sounds. Not to mention, there is tons of stuff going on on the road. Like, there's going to be constant diversions and things, but it's nothing you'd know about with a simple history check. It would be more like, oh, this just happened here, blah, blah, blah. You just happened to be, yeah. yeah. So things will be happening, but yeah, I, I, it's nothing I could, I would be metagaming the shit out of this if I told you about everything. Well, yeah. Well, let's just head towards Durn Hollow and see what happens on the way. 
Yeah, I like it. Okay. Deal. All right. Um, I'm going to say that that's probably a pretty good time for us to wrap things up for the night. Oh, no smashing. No, nah, this one was going to be a talkie. Right. You will get your fill of smashing. <laughs> next. Smashing new, new and terrifying things. I like smashing things. Um, but first, it looks like you guys are going to be going through White Hedge. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any business there when you get there, but if not, you just keep going, but you'll be on the road for days. Yeah. That will be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to, like, now we get to go visit new places and see new things. And well, see, that's what I like, because you get to, like, flesh out the world, like, flesh out the map, because for every, for every mark that's on the map with a name on it, I imagine there's, like, ten little places that aren't you know it's like oh, yeah. those tiny towns that are too tiny to fit on a map you know oh there's so. tons and tons of stuff yeah that's great that's what I've been waiting for cool cause I'm the guy with no life that has painted in every little bit of this map <laughs> and and people you know in each one of these cities and and all like yeah so yeah, yeah thank no, you for having no life thank you <laughs> we, thank you. we appreciate that you have no life um no, I think it'd be great because we can, like, on our way, we can still, like, we're going to keep our, our eyes out for Aladrin. Um, you know, there's got to be another gate somewhere. Because um, uh, unless it's a, you know, inter-universe portal type thing, it must, there must be a connecting portal somewhere. Um, so that'd be really cool if we could uh, explore stuff, figure out what that is. It would be really nice. Yeah. Uh, that turned out pretty damn well. Yay! Mm-hmm. I like that. Awesome. And I know there was a lot of pressure on everyone for this, <laughs> this episode. So uh, I, I want to congratulate you guys to, you know, now I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm going to be getting a hold of each of you individually. And I'm going to be dangling story stuff in front of each one of you. Every time you go to a new place or see a new thing, there's going to be story stuff. So start thinking about your characters. Start thinking about what you'd like them to accomplish or, or do or beyond get new cool weapons, too. I don't want that to be. It's like, I, not that. I mean, Danielle, you have a point. Like, you have no ranged weapon whatsoever. <laughs> She's got a ranged attack that's like, what, a D20 plus 17? Right. And no ranged weapon. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. pick up this rock. And I'm gonna... <laughs> but if she picked up a rock, she'd be a D20 plus 17 with it. But the damage would be like 1D4. Oh, okay, That's yeah. what my damage is for my range-basic attack. Yeah, because yeah, he has no ranged weapon. Fine. Throw my skull at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Jamie, you did great for your first session. Yeah. That was really fun. Good job. That was wicked fun. It's going to be even better when we get to smashing. I am super excited to get to Dern Hollow because I feel like not even just our group, there's a shit ton of people that have attachments to Dern Hollow. Because I know for a fact, Jatsia is based, has a little bit out of Dern Hollow too. Because we talked, me and her too. Yeah, me and her talked about that. So like, holy shit, is Dern Hollow like the most racist and most significant city? (laughs) It's so weird. That little brothel and... I really didn't know, but, like, that little brothel has a lot of people's backstories and stuff tied to it. Because hmm. both Una and Jatsia both had mothers that worked there, essentially, and they didn't know that they were doing that when they set it up. Huh. That's, That's cool. cool. 
don't know how. Uh, yeah, my... we're definitely going there. 